Hello there. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokédex, one Pokemon at a time. Um, this episode is coming out on Monday the 2nd, uh, which is the day before uh, Super Tuesday. So, yeah, actually, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out and you live in a Super Tuesday state, please... Go vote in the primary. Yeah. Um, Save us. Yes, please. Um, are we allowed to endorse a candidate? Um, will will uh, our sponsors allow that? <laughs> That's the thing, Brayden. We have full creative freedom right now. That is the only fear that we have by endorsing a candidate for president is that we're going to alienate some of our listenership. Oh, no. <laughs> One of our... I won't go into the specific numbers, but uh, I'm sure it would. Uh, it couldn't <laughs> One be of more our than... diehard supporters who yeah. is also a diehard Michael Bloomberg fan. Mm, you know what? I think we'd be better off without him. <laughs> oh, shots fired, <laughs> Bloomberg fans! You're not welcome here. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, if you're if you vote for for Bloomberg, it's uh, you're gonna have to pay seventeen fifty hundred dollars for uh, for each episode, please. Uh, yes. Yeah, you have to you have to take ten um, percent of the funding that you've been getting from Michael Bloomberg for being a supporter <laughs> of him and return it to us. Yes. And if you want to keep listening to our podcast, yeah, um, I, I I voted for Bernie. Um, I already I, I mailed my ballot in, so I you're you're voting for Bernie too. I think that's my plan. Yeah, um, I am a Super Tuesday state person too. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're it's a we yeah. That's where that's where your friends at Beyond the Ball come down. Yeah, it's it's Bernie. <laughs> vote for Bernie. Um, Beyond you know, the Bernie. Vote for Bernie is is the ideal. the The very least I can ask of you is not to vote for Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, or ideally you know, Joe Biden either. Yeah, definitely don't vote for Bloomberg. And I would very very strongly urge you not to vote for Biden either. Um. And we could get into more of it, but this and is we can only. We start talking about Pete Buttigieg too, but you know, this, this is, is a Pokemon podcast, and it's it's not even Super Tuesday yet. This is this is subpar Monday, you know. Um, <laughs> this is just normal Monday, not I mean, Super Tuesday, and this ultimate is, Wednesday. This is hecka normal Wednesday. Is this Ash Wednesday? Oh, Ash, I don't know. When's Wednesday? Mardi Gras? Look at all the things Did that are Mardi Gras already happen. That was yesterday. Um, yeah, so today's today's Ash Wednesday. Yes. Um. So. Today is like less. This today is subpar Wednesday. Right. Do we need to give up something for Lent? Um. I mean, by uh, need to, I mean, does the Lord require this of us? You're making a lot of questions about what we need to do, and the answer is nothing, Braden. (laughs) We're beholden to no one and nothing. That's true. Um, Eat the rich. Uh, Uh, We're beholden to nothing except for the pot or the uh, Pokédex. And you know the uh, the overwhelming specter of capitalism, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not trying to monetize this podcast. No, nope, not yet, <laughs> <So>. at least. <laughs> Do whatever um, we want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what I want to do, I think, is uh, talk about a Pokemon. I suppose. Like I mean, yeah, that's what I—that's what I'm here to do. Yeah. Um, Much as I would be willing to. 
yeah we, we almost spout other people's better opinions about politics yeah. i don't even want to lay claim to original thoughts on this stuff yeah but, no, no, you no. know um i will say what uh what episode was it um check out uh waypoint radio episode waypoints 44 they, they did an episode at the end of January on the on the primaries, and it, it, it followed pretty much my trajectory through the, through this whole primary process. Uh, yeah, I saw um, Austin, one of the hosts of that podcast, uh, retweeting people who were like, it was like they were, I think they were caucusing in Nevada, and they like were talking to someone else about how like, oh yeah, I, I think, got yeah, radicalized were, by a video game podcast. Yeah, they were the knocking on doors like, and found oh, someone. Yeah. yeah, knew what they were talking about and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go get radicalized by waypoints. Yeah. Pod- podcasts unite the world. Uh, rise up. Uh, Y'all hear about uh, Sandshrew? <laughs> Speaking of uniting the world. Yeah. Everybody um, loves Sandshrew. Yeah. We're l- l- let's let's do it official. I guess we're this week we're talking about Sandshrew. <laughs> and. We already did that, so you might be wondering what more could they possibly have to say about Sandshrew and politics. You may be wondering to yourself, the Beyond the Ball boys, have they become stuck in a time loop? It's possible. Do they Um, have memento disease? What if Groundhog Day, the movie, was Super Tuesday, the movie, instead? Oh, no. Just... Oh my I thought I assumed you were going to say, "What if it was Sandshrew the movie?" <laughs> oh my Sandshrew God. Day. Detective Sandshrew, Sandshrew would be sees great. his shadow. Oh my gosh, that would be wonderful. Um, no, let me dispel any confusion, um, any uh, misgivings, or rumors you may have heard. We're talking about Sandshrew's Alolan form uh, this week because uh, it's it's got one and it's got a bunch of entries and it's different enough from regular old Sandshrew that uh, we're going to devote a whole episode to it, and we'll do one for Sand Slash as well. So It deserves it. Buckle up. Um, yeah, it's, so you know, it's Sandshrew, the mouse Pokemon, still number 27. Used to be a ground type, but now it is an ice and steel type. Uh, I will confess, I did not know that it had steel. I assumed it was just ice type. Right, um, you wouldn't couldn't you wouldn't be able to tell just by kind of looking at it, but I guess uh, the claws are maybe steel. Or I mean, I think what they're going to ice say is, hard like is steel? actually that all of it is steel. You think it's steel? Like yeah, like I guess that. that shine- so the thing is, it looks very much like Sandshrew, except now the little it's little sort of like brick pattern of its of its mm-hmm. shell, its its skin. It looks more like an igloo. Yeah. Like it's kind of domed in a similar igloo fashion, and also it is like shining white. Yeah. And I think at least in one of these pictures, it's like white gray, like it could be just like a shiny, shiny steel. I guess, yeah, that's true. Um, So maybe it's more steel than ice. I'm not sure. Ice is its primary type, I guess, which I think makes a difference. I mean, it could be very cold steel. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's very cold-hearted, um, mm. which I have trouble believing because it's pretty cute. Pretty pretty cute again. Um, maybe maybe even more cuter, uh, more cute than than original Sandshrew. It's a little a little chubbier. Um, I think it is. 
like it's got the igloo back thing. It's also got kind of like an igloo igloo like helmet, almost yeah. like on its, its head. head. Has a little like it's cute little ears. Yeah. Um, it's pretty I'm, dang cute. I'm curious if its ball form is diminished at all like this, but um, I guess that's what we're here to find out. Um, Indeed. I guess uh, also in terms of appearance, um, just to give you a, a rough idea, original normal Sandshrew, um, I guess uh, would be, you know, height two two foot, twenty six and a half pounds. Um, a lowland Sandshrew is two foot four inches, so a little taller or longer. It's got that little igloo helmet. Yeah, um, and eighty eight point two pounds, so quite a bit about, heavier. About 60 pounds heavier. Dang. Um, Four times. Yeah, it's packing some ice or steel. Or steel. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I know this is your, your favorite bit to do, Will, but I, we we don't really <laughs> got anything to go over for the yeah, names. There's really nothing to say. It's the same name. None yeah. of the names have changed in any of the languages because it's Alolan Sandshrew. It's still right. called Sandshrew. Although I would expect the Alolans to have called it something different, you know? You know? Yeah. Um also, I'm very curious about how the history of Pokemon and like nations in the Pokemon world uh, passed over time. Like, I mean, I assume it's like you know, there's elk and there's also reindeer. I think elk and reindeer are the same thing. What about caribou? And caribou. Maybe it's caribou and reindeer, not elk. I think it's caribou and reindeer. Oh yeah, I think you're are right. All yeah, the caribou same and reindeer. Um, or similarly, like puma, mountain lion, cougar, those are all one species. Right, right. Um, um, so maybe, you know, the Alolan people would have had a different name for Sandshrew, but then once, you know, globalization yeah. happened. Maybe in the Alolan language. Um, right. Which, as far as. It's called like, like Ice Mouse or something yeah. like that. Mouse that passes through igloos. <laughs> <laughs> King of passing through snow. <laughs> yeah. Um, curious to see if it's still adept at passing through mountains or if its uh, Chinese name will be uh, rendered mut. But. So, also interesting is that the Alolan form is like cold and snowy since Alola is basically Hawaii. Yeah. But, you know. um, you, you'd think that, you know, um, Alola would be all, all mountains and volcanoes. Um, turns out that uh, there's also ice there somewhere uh i think in the anime they find like this ice cave with a bunch of sandshrew mm -hmm. and also a tyranitar is there there's some mm -hmm. territorial dispute it's it was pretty cool actually but i bet icy sandshrew also kind of create snow and ice yeah you never know so, like they can pokemon can do incredible things so i wouldn't be surprised if they can terraform they also go somewhere else they go like snow hey, yeah mount lanikawa i think you know the I don't know if you made it that far, but the Elite Four are on top of a snowy mountain, so there's there's snow mm. there. Um, there's snow everywhere. And treasure? Yeah. Uh, Trinkets and baubles. <laughs> um, all right. Let's cool. uh, get started, I guess. Yeah, since we're not going to do any name stuff, we're going to just jump straight into Pokédex entries. Yeah. All right, and we're starting with Sun, unsurprisingly, since this is the Alolan. Sun is the first. All right. It lives on snowy mountains. Its steel shell is very hard, so much so it can't roll its body up into a ball. All right, so very much addressing multiple yeah, things of, we we've talked about. A lot of about. questions being answered. Yeah, I, it's great when there's so few entries because then I'm not 
I don't read ahead at all because I know they're not going to be any duplicates pretty easily. Right, you can look and see that they're all like different lengths and just yeah. copy paste. Yeah. So, gosh, um, it is steel. It, it's steel. Yeah. Um, it's a very ice-looking steel. I it suppose. It looks like but... ice. I suppose it's good because then if Sandshrew goes into hot climates, it won't like melt. Mm-hmm. It looks also, like also. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it looks like a, a platform, again, in, in Mario that you would find yeah, slippery. Yeah, it does. You know? even, even more so, I would say. It yeah. looks like a platform that could be shattered by Mario's head. Or, you know, slid around on. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah now it's the ice blocks. Yeah. Um, um, what were you going to say? What was I going to say? Oh, it won't. I was going to ask if uh, Vanilla Ice is mm. a Pokemon that you, like, can't take to the desert or it'll die. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm literally made of ice cream, etc. I think there's like actually, it might be a different Pokemon I'm thinking about, but I think there's like an actual body under the ice on, oh. on that one. And also, it's un- unclear if it's uh, like Charmander, like if it will like die and stuff like that. But right, yeah, and I mean. It might be just that it is able to regulate its body temperature down, right? Somehow, um, I'm sure. I'm sure that episode, all the entries will cover all of that for us, though. I'm so. sure. Yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll answer every question that I have about vanilla ice. And I mean, that's me what the book no connects is for, doubts. right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're one for one on uh, Alola and Santry so far. Like, uh, yeah, it has answered my questions. Great. Yeah, great, great entry from Sun. Not uh, super funny. Or weird. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it lives on snowy mountains. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Steel shell is very hard, as steel tends to be. Sure. It can't. So it's like it's 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 shell. They're calling it a shell for one mm-hmm. thing now, which I don't think it was shell before because it was its, no, its skin. It's hide. Like, yeah. This is now a steel shell that doesn't flex enough for it to roll up its body into a ball, which yeah, is interesting. It's, it's metal. Um, because the ball roll up was a critical move for regular Sandshrew. Right. Um, I wonder how it defends because it, it was nearly indestructible, you know, with that ball, right. which wasn't even metal, you know. I imagine that it, it's less. It doesn't need to do that as much because its hide is so resilient. But right. I, I feel like its underbelly is is more vulnerable. Yeah. Especially, it's like a little chubbier now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's got this little underbelly. It's little, very cute. Little blubber, Probably. you know, keep warm. Yeah. Gosh. Um. Yeah, I can't roll up into a ball. I. Uh, I guess we'll find out if it if it really needs to, or if it's got some other forms of defense here. Mm-hmm. Um. Shall we press on? Yeah. Our next up is from Moon. And says, an ancient tradition of Alolan festivals, still carried on to this day, is a competition to slide Sandshrew across ice as far as one can. So... <laughs> that seems kind of mean. It's that, it seems like curling. They're curling with Sandshrews. And it's like, they made rocks, for, I guess if it's yeah, it, ancient... In ancient times, it didn't have, you know, like, yeah, curling rocks. right. It's so. an ancient tradition. still carried on to this day. Also, then there's the fun element of, like, maybe you pick a Sandshrew that is, like, too um, rambunctious, and you try mm. to slide it, and it, like, flips itself over halfway through and, like, scatters, scurries away. Oh, like. no. Oh, no. 
Like, but oh, it's, that's, it's that's the most slippery one, though, so you got to try and, you know, form a bond with it so it'll help you win the, the big curling competition. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> also, yeah, I guess there is plenty of ice in Alola because they're, you know, there's a festival going on yeah. where there's some ice around. I mean, I guess they could, no, but like ancient tradition, they must, no, maybe they, they go they're... up to some ice fields or something. There's an episode where they go like skiing or something, something too in the in the anime. Um, right, well, Alola, I guess, is just more snowy than Hawaii. It doesn't have to be a one to one. Yeah, it's like four islands, and they're like you know. Are you trying to remember how many islands in Hawaii right now? Um, I'm sure there's more than there's uh, more than four. More than four, yeah. Uh, I am sad to say that I don't actually know off the top of my head. Shame, shame, shame upon me. Um, the Alola region is made up of four natural islands and one artificial island. The state encompasses nearly the entire Hawaiian archipelago, 137 islands hmm. spread over no. 1,500 miles. And none of them are an ice biome, huh? <laughs> none of them are a seems a pretty <laughs> Seems pretty unrealistic to me, Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think they're counting some very small islands, though, because for the most part, it's like eight or so of them that are actually like easily visible. Yeah, I've only I've, spent time on the big one myself. There's a, If you scroll down, I'll put a map of it here, but if you look at a... On, our, on the spreadsheet, there's a there's a map of Alola, and you can see like there's oh. a, one of the islands has a very tall mountain on it that yes, uh, with some significant ice. But uh, it's, if that's the only place where there's snow, is this ancient tradition really worth trekking up all the way up there to, to play your curling? It's tradition, I, man. I guess you could. They could probably do it inside. You know, they, that's how they do it in Canada. Um, but in the ancient times, they would climb up that mountain to slide some sand through around. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like fun to me. Is that an excuse to go out and climb a mountain? Yeah. It's um, like going skiing. Do you think Sanchu, it's, it's got a slide on its belly probably, right? I don't know. Belly or back, I could see. Although the tail might kind of get in the way. It, I was imagining on its back, honestly, because I would think that the like steel shell would have a good slide to it. Yeah. So in curling, it's a they slide it's a stone. stones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, curling sandshrew. Just, just. I would expect the belly to be more warm, and therefore not slide as well. Like you know. I guess so, but it seems more smooth. Maybe I guess the I mean, ice maybe. would be smooth. There's but it's quite less, a less surface there's quite area. a shine on that on that steel shell. Um, I wonder if there's an episode where they do this. I, I've watched a lot of the Sun and Moon. Say, you've watched a lot of the of the Sun and Moon stuff. Yeah, it's I. I don't think they have. Um, the 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 episode they had there was it was a big cave thing. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get into any curling, um, unless they, you know, manufacture yet another Pokemon competition mm-hmm. race of sorts. Uh, I kind of enjoy those a lot, honestly. Yeah, they do like at least three in Sun and Moon, so it's uh, it's good. Maybe even though it can't curl up into a ball, maybe it can like curl a little bit enough that it'll be like just its back is exposed and its tail's not in the way and it'll kind of like yeah. slide better. 
Yeah, I guess if you could like train your curling stone to curl better, um, <laughs> it, it might make the sport more interesting. I don't know. Uh, less uh, a little less responsibility on the player's technique, and you know you can share that share that burden with a Pokemon or something. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, neat. Uh, they they curl with it. That's cool. Um, uh, let's see what our next entry has to say. Also, um, I've done some quick research, and Sandshrew weighs, on average, twice as much as the heaviest curling stone. Okay, okay. The World Curling Federation requires a weight between 38 and 44 pounds for curling stones, and hmm. Sandshrew weighs 88. So, so you got to be pretty buff if you're going to be uh, curling. Yeah, 80 pounds is not light. Like, yeah. that is a lot. you got to really... Ooh, heft that guy across the ice. Yeah, gosh. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, bowling balls, you know? It's, like, 14 yeah, pounds maybe on the heavier right. side. Like, yeah. It's almost 90. need two people to curl this sand shrew. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's move on, I guess. All right. Next up is Ultra Sun. After fleeing a volcanic eruption, it ended up moving to an area of snowy mountains. Its ice shell is as hard as steel. Well, that's I don't appreciate that. That's they're where are they where are they doing this to us? That's just cruel. Like you said it was steel. It's so direct. It's so direct. It's literally like the sun version and ultra sun version, like almost the same game. Like I. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess it's ice. I guess and it's ice. They were just calling it a steel shell because it's as hard as steel. Because it's like steel. Okay. Ice isn't normally as hard as steel, so maybe it's like it's a special ice that is as hard as steel. So like we might as well. You know what I mean? You remember when we had that question, and then like the very first entry just kind of answered it for us, like yeah. And that, that was, those that, were the days. That feeling was super nice, and just <laughs> the Pokédex kind of worked as intended for like yeah. the briefest of moments. Yeah, weird. <laughs> if only, <laughs> if only our podcast was just that, just answering questions and uh, feeling informed. Yeah, I guess you know this. This is why we do the podcast to to hold them accountable, to shine For a light their on their on their crimes, on their sins against. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Here's facts. my theory: it's a strange material that is neither ice nor steel. Yeah, it's similar to both in several ways, and so they're like, you know, right? It's ice. It's steel. It's hard as steel. It's no, ice. It's it's sandshrew flesh. You know. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. I mean, this brings us back to the sort of struggle that we always have with steel types, which yeah. is, are they literal steel, or are they, like you know... organic steel, are they liquid metal sort of... terminators, or... Yeah, and I think it's like, it, yeah, something similar to steel, or like close enough that it doesn't really functionally matter that much. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense, I guess. It's, because, you know... If it was literal ice, you know, that just wouldn't make sense. It would crack or it melted in certain environments. Uh, and if it was literal yeah. steel, 
it'd probably be a lot heavier or something and I mean, rust maybe. or you know I don't know metal decays you know over time so it's it's Sandshrew skin but yeah it's very uh, similar to to metal and ice I suppose um, well if we can get past the contradiction there's something else interesting here which is mm-hmm. that they're trying they're explaining it they're saying yeah. that they fled from a volcanic eruption when maybe they used to look more like regular sand shrew and right. ended up moving to an area of snowy mountains and, and then adapting I guess to that to look yeah. like this. It doesn't necessarily say that they moved to the snowy mountains because of the volcanic eruption, but it's kind of implying it. Um, yeah, it's like, well, that volcano sucked. Let's go live with the some cold mountains instead. Uh-huh. Yeah, or like they they had to you know maybe lava flooded across the place they used to live and they had but, to go to the high ground. But you know, um, I hear Sancher's pretty uh, indestructible when it's in that ball form. You think <laughs> it could take a little heat? <laughs> but it's gonna come out of the ball at some point. I guess so. If it, if it gets if it gets covered in lava, it's gotta gotta come up for air, you know. Yeah. Um, as soon as it is it unrolls from its ball, it's gonna be like, oh, it's too hot from here. I'm dying. I'm dying I'm of heat saying, stroke. I'm out. Heat stroke. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that? Did Sandslash have an entry on heat stroke? Uh, maybe. Or did we just start talking about heat stroke? Oh. Uh. Oh yeah, it was like something about how its quills like. Uh, disperse heat or something. Yes, Emerald we, says we were it, talking about it looking like a heat sink. It curls up to prevent heat stroke during the daytime when temperatures rise sharply. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, I guess its invulnerable ball form could be you know pretty susceptible to temperature temperature rise maybe, but I guess it's not because rolling up is supposed to prevent that. Mm. Pokemon. <laughs> They don't make sense. But I guess I've got a pretty uh, basic understanding of, of how heat stroke works, I suppose. Uh, I mean, my thought is that, yeah, like, you can roll up in ball form and stay that way through the heat of the day, but then you eventually have to unroll. And if, you know, there's a bunch of, like, lava and stuff, then the heat's not really going to go away. And, right. You know? Yeah. You can only stay rolled up for so long. Yeah. Got to come up for air. But... Okay, so, yeah, they, 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 too much lava, they said, heck this, we're going to the snowy mountains. Mm-hmm. And um, they developed ice shells as hard as steel. Yeah. Or steel shells as hard as ice. Who knows? Uh, so yeah, pretty, pretty straightforward change in environment, uh, change in evolution, mutation, it's, uh. That's how we get uh, regional forms for Pokemon, I suppose. Yeah, I have to wonder about the timeline, the fact that they know what what prompted this this yeah. move. All I guess the they could have figured that out like, from there... like um, fossil record or something like that. Yeah. But... Are there not any other regular Sandshrew still floating around, or did they all? Yeah, you would think some mountains? of them would have survived. Yeah, or I guess maybe enough of them might have floated to the mountains. They couldn't sustain. I mean, they're around other places, so, I mean, maybe there are some really uncommon ones in the Alolan areas, yeah. but mostly it's, it's possible. special ones. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's keep going, then. 
All right, Ultramoon. The skin on its back is as hard as steel. Predators go after its soft belly, so it clings to the ground desperately. All right, it's 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 skin. It's skin. It's steel, it's ice, it's skin. It's skin that is cold as ice and hard as steel. Yes. And its belly is indeed soft. Good. I want to rub the belly. Yes, me too. Um... Predators go after its soft belly. Um, it's just clinging to the ground desperately. Like, yeah, that's not terribly encouraging in terms no. of like how effective that is. No, I thought this would be like more defensive than the previous statue. Like it'd be yeah, more, since it's steel type. Yeah. Uh, but if it if so, it like if it, it can stay clung to the ground, then yeah, it's like its skin is hard as steel. It's clinging to the ground desperately. Like it seems to be like it, it knows its main weak point, um, and it can't roll yeah. up with a ball as easy. So it's it's always, I guess, army crawling everywhere it goes. Um. <laughs> I wish that it were more. You know, if the, that they had said something about like how strong it is and mm-hmm. how you know like how it can hold onto the ground really really tightly you know yeah. but it's just kind of like it's desperate yeah it's just it's just trying to protect itself um man so it probably it probably does slide on its back for curling as well uh gosh rather Poor. than on its soft belly yeah it seems it seems like a pretty big vulnerability though we we haven't I haven't seen any indications here of like Sandrew's uh, deadliness, uh, no. certainly, or its uh, real like prowess in combat, which they seem to definitely go into more for for Sandrew. Right. Uh, regular form, but also yeah. we can confirm that it has predators. Yeah. Someone um, is hunting Sandrew, which is interesting because I feel like sometimes we get that on the predators entries, but mm-hmm. like usually if they talk about a Pokemon hunting other specific Pokemon, it's like bugs it's always bugs right very often because um, i think i think they can handle us knowing conceptually that someone is hunting sandrew but if they have to say like this one of our precious creations is mm-hmm. hunting and killing this other of our precious creations like yeah. we'll only that's, do that when it's bugs <laughs> yeah that, that's a line they, they won't cross <laughs> the bug line although i know some some water pokemon we'll get into later that that definitely eats some non-bug pokemon uh Interesting. Intriguing. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to those as they come up, I suppose. Though, um, and we can continue to fill out our, our chart of which Pokemon who's who eating who. Pre- yeah, who's eating who? Um, A who's who of the Pokemon world? <laughs> Gosh. So, yeah, should we should we do this last entry then? Last entry is from Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. It says, Its ice-covered body lets it slide across the ground with bullet-like speed, sending its enemies flying when it hits them. Okay. Bullet-like speed, huh? Yeah. Um, okay, first off, they couldn't resist just, you know, wording its body type in, in uh, yet another yet a different def- way literally we've got four five, five we've got five entries and four different ways of describing how its body is and like, it's like, and, uh, great i i covered flesh that's hard to steal uh but but bullet like speed i think is the big takeaway here because that's just 
That's um, extremely fast. How long is your curling track? Because uh, <laughs> bullet like it's yeah, it's going like, pretty far. How do you? It's got it's got to build up a lot of momentum. I would think that it would have to like go down a whole mountain to get going that fast. You know. I think I think they must have they must be exaggerating. Like there's there's. I mean, if it is if it is a, a, approaching like a zero friction state, and it's like <laughs> ice on ice, then you can probably get going very fast, very quickly. I suppose. It, but it, it seems so casual about it. like it's 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 ice covered body lets it slide across the ground. Like I've slid ice me. across the ground, and it did not go as fast as a bullet. No. Um, gosh, that's. So like, I know I think, Pokemon are pretty like powerful and like capable of like some pretty incredible feats, but this seems like a stretch to me. I don't know. Maybe uh, Sandshrew, <laughs> since they've been so cagey about what its skin actually is, it's some sort of weird synthetic ice steel that is like has an extremely low coefficient of friction. It's got like zero resistance on it, and that is what makes it extra special, right? It's not yeah. steel. It's not ice. It's not regular skin. It's the smoothest. Most frictionless steel skin. Hey, Will. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe it's Maybelline. It's not even hair. <laughs> I'd... Maybe it's born with it. Maybe it fled a volcanic eruption and fled to the snowy mountains. Yeah, I think it was natural evolution, actually. <laughs> or Maybelline, possibly. Well, maybe it's Maybelline. Um, have you made that joke on the podcast before? Because I feel Gosh. like you probably have. I, I make it to you so often, it's it's hard to tell at this point. Yeah, who even um, knows? <laughs> uh, but, uh, but okay, picture this. Um, you know, if it was extremely slow friction, it would be harder to flip over as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, if Mario jumped on this one, it, it might not uh, flip over just after after the one hop. His feet would just fly out from under him, and he would fall. Oh, what a doink. Um, the image I have in my head, though, is is a, uh, a swineub just kind of peacefully uh, grazing on a, on a frozen lake or something, just kind of snuffling around. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, a lowland sentry comes flying out of Breaking the sound barrier. And sends it flying, um, is the term <laughs> they used in this entry. Since it's enemies flying, are you trying to say that it's enemies with Swinub? Certainly it's possible. They probably uh, compete I mean, for similar food sources. Low as I am to believe that Swinub has any enemies, um, it's, it's certainly a possible one. I do really love that image, though. Um, <laughs> just like at Mach 1, flying <laughs> across <laughs> the ice. It's like, just like Sonic pinball. the Sand True. Oh my Speed of a bullet. Yeah, We're talking tough. about, I think, oh, even much faster than I thought. Okay, the average bullet travels at 2,500 feet per second. How many miles per hour is that? Around 1,700. Okay. <laughs> You're talking about going a mile in just over two seconds. Damn. So, this, this pretty fast. <laughs> like, Sandshrew would curl up, like regular Sandshrew, curl up and roll roll around at high speeds in the desert. Enough to know? kick up a dust storm. Yeah. Amazing. Um, if there's enough ice to, to slide across, um, this thing can, like, travel the globe. Like, I don't, I don't even know. 
how wide is like the average lake? Um, I don't know, I'm seeing some variations in uh, muzzle velocity readings based on my internet research. Uh, lake Erie, for example, is 115.2 cubic miles. Um, that's cubic, I guess. Uh, I guess its shore length is 800 miles. So that could, yeah, but I mean, we're talking about Alola. <laughs> that's like sure. bigger than Alola. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably bigger than Alola. But you know, just being able to like pop across uh, a lake like that—I don't know. I guess, yeah. I guess the the big factor is that. It, you have to have enough ice to, to slide across. Um, and more importantly, it's it's mainly doing this to, to send uh, enemies flying. Um, who knows how far. They said bullet-like, I guess, but it's, it's like, you know. Yeah. Insanely fast. Very fast. Um, which is uh, impressive. I, I, I didn't think we'd, we'd get anything that wild out of uh, Alola and Sancho here. Yeah, that uh, took a turn. They took yeah. they took a break from um, contradicting themselves to tell us something pretty astounding. Yeah, that is um, you know like they were indestructible when they rolled up in a ball, and then it kind of just let that go. But you know what? Mm-hmm. They traded it for being able to slide at bullet speed. Yeah, um, it's a it's a fair trade, I would say. You know, a little bit of defense for a little bit of offense. Mm-hmm. And also, it's like made of steel now, maybe kind of. So there's yeah. still some defense in play. Right? Yeah. Gosh, I, I wish they showed any of that in the episode I saw, but it seemed more of just kind <laughs> of a like a. It's a Sandshrew. Yeah, like a scratching kind of fight with like a. It was fighting like a Tyranitar too, so I bet that a bullet slide could have come in handy. I mean, uh, if it had, if it had, had, it was living in a cave. If it had any like room to build up momentum maybe it would have had more more luck yeah could have done better sandshrew i think it i think it's i think it falls or something and wins i can't remember ah, it's sure. uh, it was a good episode though um should we should we scale this one let's do it humanity uh, um sandshrew had a one i i don't, I don't see any reason to change that yeah no um Oh, I guess should we do a uh an entry for for a little century? Oh, well? right, yeah. Um, sure. Let's do that. What vague term can we use to describe its body? <laughs> I think that you would say it's cold steel-like skin. Mm-hmm. That is my preferred description. How about m- metallic. Sure, it's cold metallic skin. It's cold metallic skin. It's very hard and allows it to slide along the ground at bullet-like speeds. Very hard and allows it to slide like a bullet. You know how bullets on slide? On ice. <laughs> like that. It's like a bullet on ice. Uh, belly is still soft. <laughs> Watch out for that belly, though. Yes, it's a, it's a softy. Yeah, I I just wanna I just wanna pat the belly. It looks very palatable. I just wanna hold the baby. Especially, there's an animated gif that you put in here of one like throwing its arms out and kind of roaring, but it's really mm-hmm. just exposing its big soft belly. Yeah. Cute. 
cute. Um, okay, so so one on humanity, uh, I think, still tracks despite its uh, status as baby. Um, <laughs> deadliness, I think, goes uh, up a little. I think it. I think it does. Yes, because Sandshrew's most of the impressive stuff about regular Sandshrew was like how defensive it is, and mm-hmm. like ah, it could kick up like a sandstorm, but like you know, it didn't yeah. do anything that dangerous. This is right. dangerous. Yeah, because, you know, the very nature of bullet-like is kind of lethal, right? Like, right. Like anything s- traveling at bullet-like speed hitting me is maybe probably, probably going to kill yeah, me. Yeah, well, know? I mean, imagine how massive a bullet is, mm-hmm. and now imagine how massive Sandshrew is. And you know what? Its skin has been <laughs> compared to steel already. It's it probably will, going to obliterate you. It's going to pass right through me. Like, yeah. If you're like ice skating and it comes scooting across the lake and collides with your ankle, it's going to take my, your foot off. Yeah, my whole lower leg is gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, <laughs> what is... it? But it's not, it's not a violent uh, creature. It, no. It clings desperately to the ground like a coward. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it said that it sends its enemies flying when it hits them, so it must use this. The fact that they specifically said enemies makes me think that they use the sliding technique offensively. Yeah. So, you know, uh, if you're I, its enemy, then maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it, it doesn't seem particularly aggressive. I want to go with like a five, maybe? What do we give Sanshiro regular? Two. Two? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can go. I, I can do a five. Bullet-like is hard to argue with. Yeah. Um, now, Pat Worthiness, we gave uh, Sanshiru a seven. And I think it was mostly because of the cuteness of it, um, which I think Sanshiru Alolan-style uh, retains and maybe even improves upon. Mm-hmm. Also, this one, you don't have to worry as much about the water thing. Um, yeah. You could enter an Olympic sport with it. Mm-hmm. Um, is curling an Olympic sport? Yeah, the Winter Olympics. Yes, it is. Curling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if that bumps it up to an eight. Uh, I'm tempted, and I'm honestly less concerned about Alolan Sandshrew digging through all of my belongings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. It's true. Um, it's not gonna. I don't know. I'd feel better about like protecting it. This one seems a little more vulnerable to like predators and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, especially if it's like doesn't have ice to slide around on. Yeah. Um, so you know you might be might be helping a friend in need. Um, I'm tempted to bump it up to an eight just because it's very very cute it. and I like it very much. Yeah. Boom. Congratulations, uh, Alolan Sandrew. You're officially more pet worthy than your predecessor counterpart counterpart yeah um all right uh gosh that's uh that's a little insane true uh which means we'll be talking about a lowland sand slash on our next episode um yeah I do not remember what a lowland sand slash looks like. It's got bigger spikes. Um, So, very curious what kind of turn that'll take um, and how it will describe those spikes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, what are those made of? Yeah. uh, Organic frost spikes cover its back. (laughs) And then it's going to be like steel spikes, cold as ice. (laughs) 
They're yeah, not going who, to scream and scream. Yeah, but that's that's why we do it. We we we're that's why we're here to scream and and wring our hands and wrestle with these, uh, <laughs> so you don't have to. Because um, that's we're trying to build a better Pokédex. Um, I think is that what we're doing? I don't know. We're just reading Pokédex. I mean, we're reading them all. That's what yeah. you say at the top of the of the uh, of yeah. the episode. I that's, think if that, someone listened to our podcast and we're going to write the Pokédex, then they would make a better Pokédex, you know? Yeah, yeah. And recently so. we have started doing our ideal entries. Right. And the thing is, yeah, we're just kind of synthesizing all the ones. Like, if I was writing them, then it would be different. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, we, 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 we kind of go back and forth on that. We can, we can personalize these a little more, I think, than we have been. Um, make up our own stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, inspired by the facts and stuff, but... All, all that to say, I, I think if your professor were to give you uh, an essay assignment on uh, updating the Pokédex, I think our podcast would be a viable source. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, put us on LexisNexis, uh, whoever's in charge of that. Uh, we, we've earned it. <laughs> um, gosh. Uh, should we wrap it up, I suppose, I guess? Uh yeah. Um, any any parting thoughts for for Sancher or uh, our our beloved listeners? Uh, shout outs shout outs to Brian who I just saw last night and told me he got he got caught up on everything. He was kind of behind for a while, but uh, and who also voiced support for our <laughs> hypothetical Dune podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, still still interested but apprehensive about that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk uh, about it. <laughs> yeah thank you thank you to be on the ball uh again i, I this is the second time I've, I've thanked us for doing our own podcast but uh, <laughs> also thank you to uh pokemondb.net uh, for all the useful info and uh yeah thank you thank you to you the listener um i hope you have a wonderful super tuesday um thank you to my roommate bananas the corgi for only barking once during the recording of this yeah, podcast good, good job bananas like uh and it's it's unfortunately i think it's right when you were saying something pretty uh you know pertinent so i think it's gonna i think it's gonna stick in there thanks nance um he's basically right. a guest host at this point <laughs> i mean uh, he would be if I didn't cut him out so much. Uh, <laughs> He's got it out for you, Bananas. Yeah. Trying to cut you out of the podcast. Are you going to take that? You just got to be funnier, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that bring you to the table? I guess he when, was... you, when you picked him up, that was kind of funny. Yeah, I was going to say, you could edit that sound in, and that would be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next week, we'll be talking about this Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, when we talk about Yamper, oh, he can, yeah, he can co-host Yamper. that one. Definitely, um, it'll be nice to have like kind of a live model for reference. <laughs> hey, also, well, as I uh, bring that up, shout-outs again. I know Whitty already did this, but shout-outs again to Casey Green doing his oh, Pokemon yeah. of the day because he did Yamper really, really well recently. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're they're also good. Um, 
Yeah. So in, in, until next time, I suppose uh, my name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the.